Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time to groove with Groby with the all-time great and one of only two men to run for more than 1,700 yards and pass for more than 4,000 in their UA career. Finn takes it, cuts inside to the 10 to the 5, his score. Touchdown. Quinn Groby showing the great athletic ability, did it his way. Current Razorback broadcast analyst, Quinn Grovey. Groovin' with Grovey is brought to you by Petty Gene Meats, bringing you the best smoked meats for over four generations. Ask for Petty Gene Meats and taste the difference. Hello, Quinn. Welcome back. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, I, I love that zone question of the day yesterday. I mean, whether or not you have a Christmas tree up. And- yes. For, for me, we put the Christmas tree up at the start of football season. What? Because that's the that's the start of the holiday season in the Grovey house. It is the most and wonderful you know, time of the year. It, it is, man. You go, I mean, whether a game starts in August or September, we put a small tree up. Now, it's not the big one. Stacy's not going to put up the big one. We can put up a small one and have a football ornaments and all, all that stuff on it. Then we roll into a Halloween tree, then a Thanksgiving tree, and then a Christmas tree. So, yeah, we start in August. So we're up. We're ready. We've, we're way ahead of you, uh, Justin. I kind of like. dig that, actually. I kind of dig the holiday tree working through it all. That's mm-hmm. kind of fun. Yeah, one year my mother kept the tree up the whole year and redecorated it for all the hallways, <laughs> whether it was Valentine's Day or July 4th, wow. whatever. Love she, that. Yeah, I love it. Kept it up. Earth Day. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> But yet, if, hey, people leave, w- if the people leave their lights up on the house the whole year, we call them rednecks. I mean, just saying. <laughs> hey, you I got to tell trees. y'all, yeah. when I was single, when I was single, I had a Christmas tree up. I kept it up all year, and that was like my nightlight. I mean, you know, like in the living room, just plugging in, and hey, I, I didn't have to turn on any other lights in the living room, so I was good. Didn't work out when you married, though. I was just going to say. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I bet you didn't get to bring that old recliner over either. <laughs> There's a lot of things you got to give up in that situation. All That's right. That's right. So let's talk about Burks. And I don't yeah. think it was shocked. I mean, we were we had heard some rumblings, Quinn. I don't know if you were hearing the same thing that he was thinking about coming back. And so we were a little disappointed, but certainly not shocked. And I mean, totally understand the decision. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's probably the uh, decision he needs to make. And I mean, the guys, he's got a lottery ticket in his hand. And he knows he's going to be able to go to the NFL, provide for his family in a meaningful way, coming from Warren, Arkansas. And, you know, I, you know, I know some people will probably get on him, but at the end of the day, I mean, the guy, all he did was play hurt. All he did was just help us ascend to a new level. And, um, and when you walk into a convenience store and you have the Powerball ticket, what are you going to do with that? You're going to put it in a Ziploc bag. You're going to take it to a safe deposit box. You're going to protect it. And so I think that that's what he's doing. I, I get it. I know all of his teammates really and truly understand that um, he's not bailing. They understand what he's trying to do. They all wish they could do it as well. Um, you know, had this been for a college football playoff, it would have been something different. But this is a big bowl game for Arkansas, and I understand that. But, hey, look, hey, he's got to take care of his family. So I get it. His teammates understand it. I don't think there there is no ill will at all from those guys, and they'll just figure out how to uh, to move forward in this bowl game. What 
What do you think the buzz is on him as far as the NFL? I mean, we've seen, I mean, he's most of the time the best guy on the field. What do you think the yeah. NFL potential is for him? As a, how do you think that translates? Oh, man, he can, I mean, he can be absolutely fantastic. I mean, when you just look at the measurables, I mean, his height, his weight, his speed. And then you start looking at the technical aspect of it, his route running, uh, his ability to catch the football, his ability to run after the catch, uh, his ability to be good in the locker room, his ability to block. Uh, it's check, 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 and check. And, you know, somebody in the NFL is going to get a great wide receiver um, that can beat uh, man-to-man coverage on a regular basis. He can beat double teams. He can win the high-point ball. So, I mean, look, when you look at a receiver – uh, he he checks all the boxes in my opinion, and he's he, I mean he's just fantastic. And when I look at him, he's like a generational talent. I mean you you I mean I don't say that a whole lot, but when you I mean you put him in the category of McFadden, uh, he didn't touch the ball as much as McFadden, but every time he touched it, he was explosive. And the defensive coordinator stayed up at night worrying about where sixteen was going to be. Mm-hmm. He's the greatest wide receiver I've covered at Arkansas. Is he the best wide receiver ever at Arkansas? Well, you know, you know, I, somebody asked me that yesterday, and I was just like, you know what, you know, I've covered, I've been on the broadcast for this is my 26th year, so since I've been covering the broadcast, I mean, you got guys like Lucas, you got guys like Jarius Wright that that have been really, really good, but you're gonna have to go back, uh, way, way back to me. I mean, it's, it's it's like people I didn't cover or didn't see, but I've seen highlights, and the eye test doesn't lie. I don't think there's anybody else you would compare or you would say, okay, if I had to pick me an Arkansas receiver, who am I going to take? I think it's going to be Traylon Burks first, and then you're going to have to discuss that between him and Lance Allworth. I mean, that's really, to me, that's about that's about it. Now, we've had a bunch of great wide receivers, but I, I'm just telling you, if I'm starting my team and I get a chance to get me a wide receiver, and, you know, I played with a great one too in Derrick Russell, mm-hmm. and, he, and if he had a better quarterback, he might have had some better numbers. You know, so – uh, it's just one of those things where uh, he's so big, he's so strong, he's so physical. He blocks, he runs, he does whatever you need to do. He's good in the locker room. And if I had to start a team, I'm going to go get him first because he's a coverage dictator. He can beat double teams. He can beat one. He can win one-on-one coverages um, all times uh, of the game. So yeah, I, I think you have to. I think you have to say that even though he's leaving early. And I don't know if you can count the freshman year when he had uh, Coach Moore's, but uh, you know, but you know, it's it's one of those things right. where uh, he he's been able to uh, put it all together, and I'm proud for him, and I'm glad for his family, and they should protect that lottery ticket. Yeah, Monk's another guy we talked about, Quinn, that was extremely productive in his time there. And again, this is a guy that was a dual sport athlete up there. Pretty amazing stuff with what Marcus could do. Another guy was a little freaky. He was so long and talented, but yeah. And, and again, no knock on Allworth. I mean, you look at the numbers, though, and I know he played in a much more pass-friendly offense in the NFL, but you know, he was not as productive in the collegiate level as he was once he got to the NFL. Yeah. So um, I think it's – Well, the other one, too, though, the other one, Justin, is – I mean, uh, Luke. I mean, Anthony yeah. Lucas. I mean, he had, a, he had some great numbers. I mean, he produced yep. at, a, at a high level, and he's always got to be in, a cons- in consideration. Sure. I mean, the fun thing about it is the, the, the uh, debate, but mm-hmm. – but uh, but when I look at it, boy, I tell you what. I mean, he can do it all. You put sixteen out there, he can he can come on a jet sweep. He can do whatever. I mean, he is he is dynamic. And so, I would have to say, yeah. And that's no disrespect to any of those other players. Uh, but well, I boy, say the same 16 thing. Sixteen is big. Yeah, it's just like with the argument with the running back. I mean, Darren McFadden to me is the guy. And again, that's not a knock on you know all the great running backs who've come through there. And there's a bunch going all the way back. 
but this dude is so ridiculous. I mean, it's just you got to give you got to tip your cap to the to the goat. I think. But anyway, um, what about Jaden Hazelwood, the the receiver from Oklahoma that's transferring over? I'm not going to try to make anybody be you know Traylon Burks part two, but have you seen this kid play at all? No, no I, I I haven't. I, well, I saw him play at Oklahoma. That yeah. was about it. I don't know much about him. Um, I wish we could get him suited up for the. Um, <laughs> the bowl game. Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> but I, that's not that's not going to happen. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean he's 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 a a dynamic wide receiver as well. Just didn't have as much success at Oklahoma this year. So the, I I still think that that's a a big grab for Sam Pittman in this in this offense. When you lose a guy like Traylon Burks, you can get another guy that that's come over uh, from a, a a big time program that throws the football. And and actually, I was thinking Jaqueline Crawford was going to be a guy that was going to add a lot of value this year. That just didn't really pan out. So maybe you'll see him. Uh, be able to do that. He was a transfer from Oklahoma as well. But somebody's going to have to step up in this bowl game. I mean, because when you look at Traylon Burks, I mean, 66 catches over 1,100 yards. And then the next closest, I think, is is 21 catches with uh, Tyson Morris and then 18 with Warren Thompson. So, you know, for, for Kendall and KJ, this is going to be, you know, a preview of what, what it's going to be without Traylon Burke. So you're going to have to figure, uh, figure that out. And I expect KJ to be ready to go, go through his progressions. Um, but he's going to have to have to have some receivers that can get open, uh, make some plays. Penn State may try to do something different because of that. I think, I think, uh, initially the spread came out. I think it was like uh, Arkansas was a, a three and a half, three point underdog. And I think it went up to like six or seven or something when the, the, the news came out about Burks. And that's how important he is. I don't know how accurate that is, but um, yeah, I mean he's a he's a he's a big time guy that can really force defensive coordinators to do some different things that can allow you to run the football and and, and um, you know try to figure figure out ways to to move it down the field. So uh, this is going to be a different mindset for KJ Kendall uh, and how they call plays in passing situations because anytime you walk up to the line of scrimmage, you see zero coverage. There is no doubt what you're gonna do. I mean, you're you're just giving me a freebie if you allow Traylon Burks to be out there one on one. And so, uh, how you handle that situation, how Penn State decides to handle it? Do they try to just play base all the way across the line, saying we're gonna we're gonna stop the run? And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see how that ha- that how that happens. But it will be a different team offensively without Traylon Burks. Who do you think? Who would you like to see uh, get that opportunity to to get a lot of balls thrown their way? Well, I mean, I think it's going to be the, your 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 remaining top three guys. I think it's going to be Tyson Morris. I think it's going to be Warren Thompson. And I think it's going to be Davion Warren. And I would like to see Jaqueline Crawford get a chance, but uh, because I think he's a a fast guy, shifty guy that can make some plays. But it's going to be those three guys, hmm. and those three guys are going to have to be able to win. And I think in the first part of the season, Tyson Morris was hmm. uh, Robin to Traylon Burks' Batman. And then I think towards the middle of the season, Warren Thompson became Batman. Um, excuse me, became um, Robin to Traylon Burks' Batman. And so both those guys have really held that role. So we got to see if we can roll out there with two Batmans or if one of those guys is going to step up and be uh, – or two Robins or one of those guys is going to step up and be Batman. So, uh, But I think the good thing about it is you got a guy in K.J. Jefferson who's had a great year, 21 touchdowns, only three picks. He'll be more – adept and more poised to be able to handle this situation and so this will be a big time opportunity for kj to show the world that hey i'm not just dependent on 16 uh i can i can get through everything and and make this team 
uh, still roll on offense. We're going to get a T.J. Hammond sighting again, maybe? Good. I'd like to really see Keetron Jackson maybe get a yeah. uh, a chance to be in yeah. that role. Yeah, yeah. Now, he's a he's a big guy that can – that's coming on, and um, I mean, he's, he's had a couple of catches this year, but he does have ability. Uh, he could be another guy who could factor into that. We'll see how, how, how that plays out. The big thing is going to be who can win one-on-one situations. We've seen Warren Thompson win one-on-one situations. We've seen Keetra Jackson uh, win one-on-one situations. So this is a great opportunity for that receiving room. And I'm excited to see what happens. I know Kendall will have a great game plan, and KJ will be ready to roll. What about the playoff games, Quinn? We're talking to Quinn Grovey, by the way, if you're just tuning in. You don't recognize those sweet pipes. That's Quinn Grovey, thanks to Petty G Meats. <laughs> yeah. What's our semifinal? Uh, what are you thinking? Let's start with the game that looks to be on paper a lot more competitive, Georgia and Michigan. And, of course, uh, I think you were down here. Were you down here Monday for the yeah, Squirrels? Or I Tuesday? Was. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I got a chance to spend time with uh, Josh Gaddis mm-hmm. and uh, the the Georgia defensive coordinator as well. Yep. And that was a good time, and uh, to be able to see them go back and forth and banner and have a, have a fun time. But um, you know, when you look at that game, I j- I just think that Georgia's going to be hacked. I mean, they're going to be really upset. But when I look at this, the first thing I start with though, Wes and Justin, is when I look at the the, the four final teams, I look at the quarterback position. And I, Stetson Bennett, Georgia has the worst of the four, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I think we saw that rear its ugly head when Georgia was finally pressed and put into a situation where Stetson Bennett was going to have to beat you uh, throwing the football. That That is not his thing. His thing is staying in front and just being able to be a front runner and do all that. But when you put Stetson Bennett in that situation, it, it's tough. So I don't know, even though they've – they only lost one game. I don't know if they're even thinking about JT Daniels. They probably should be giving him a few more reps just in case you get into a situation where you're down again. But the first game, uh, Georgia and Michigan, I don't see I don't see um, Georgia getting behind in this game. I think Michigan will have a hard time. And, and, and hey, I'm a Josh Gaddis fan. I mean, I got to spend time with him, and I'm, I'm so happy for him winning the Broyles Award. But I think that's going to be tough sledding down in Florida. What about the other game? Do we need to talk about that? <laughs> Since the Alabama. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's going to be a, that's going to be a, that's going to be a boat racing. I mean, it's <laughs> it, I mean, that's going to be since he's going to understand why people were really doubting whether or not they should be in this game or not. And I know Luke Fickle is a great great coach. He's done a nice job there, but you know, I expect I expect Alabama, especially after they did what they needed to do against Georgia, I expect them to have full confidence now you got to worry about the whole Heisman hangover for Bryce Young because he's going to win it. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And uh, how he handles that will be be critical. So if he can handle that, I think Alabama will have an opportunity to do that. Now you lose Mechie as well, right. but they seem to find another receiver to step up. Uh, I just don't see any way Cincinnati has a chance to um, compete, and it's going to be a rematch. It's going to be Georgia and Alabama, and oh boy, it's going to be explosive when we get to that final. You like Georgia in the rematch? Well, I like Georgia in the first game, you know, and I, and it just didn't work out. And that 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 taught me again, never, look, never mess with Tricky Nick. No. I mean, Nick is, you just can't, I mean, when you give him some time and he understands what's going on, especially one of his, his former protégés, just you can never count out Nick Saban. He was able to come up with a great game plan. Bryce Young was fantastic. 
And they were able to, in my opinion, not really want to run the football, but they had two explosive wide receivers on the outside with Bryce Young in the pocket. They couldn't get to him. They tried to cover him, so they let Bryce stand back in the pocket. Uh, I think what you're going to see in this game, uh, if Georgia and Alabama plays again, I think you're going to see Georgia sell out and do some more blitzing. And they're going to take a look at that Auburn tape and really try to find out what gave Bryce Young a lot of problems. So it'll be a different game plan for both teams uh, if it gets to that point. Awesome. Quinn, thanks, buddy. We appreciate you. We'll talk next week. All right, fellas. Take care. All right, take care. It's Quinn Groby. Thank you to Petty G Meats, our good friends.